0: hi and welcome to the finding your power podcast i'm your host case Guy Donner, and in this podcast i want to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone go after your dreams and lean into what makes you uniquely you i am going to empower you to take bold action and to embody your most confident self let's step into our power together What's up you guys, welcome back to the podcast and to the first official episode of 2023. My name is Case sky I am a life mindset and certified wellness coach on a mission to help you step into your ultimate freaking potential so that you can live the most incredible life in whatever way that looks like for you. I hope you had the most wonderful holiday period and an even better start To the new year. I cannot believe we are already hitting into, (laughs) hitting, heading into February. Where has the time gone? But basically, today's episode is a good one and personally, much needed. I don't know about you guys, but I have been in a bit of a slump since the new year and I truly think it's because I have been so out of my routine. Plus I've had some massive life changes that have been going on, but this episode is really going to be me showing you how I pull myself myself out of a slump and get back into the most magnetic energy because I have big goals this year. I have things that I really, really want to manifest and call in. And in order to do that, I need to get myself out of this like slumpy energy and into my most magnetic energy. And a little warning about this episode, it will be a bit of tough love. And, you know, I love you guys, but sometimes... (laughs) I just need to deliver the facts. So this is me delivering the facts, not only to to you, but to mainly me. And before we fully dive in, I just wanted to give you a little recap on what's been going on since, really around Christmas time, because my life has been a whirlwind, and just a little backstory for anyone who's new here and doesn't know anything about me, but I am from Georgia, the USA and my husband Luke is from New Zealand currently we are in New Zealand before that we were living in Bali for about four months so there are just like I mentioned I think a few moments ago there have been a lot of massive life changes for me one that is sticking out in particular right now is that Luke and I are considering moving to New Zealand more permanently not really sure what that means whether it's like permanent permanent a few years permanent Anyways, that's like a whole thing for another time, but we are really wanting to make more of a permanent move here, this to be more of a permanent home, and of course, that comes with lots of mixed emotions because I also love my home, and I love traveling, and I really, also a big part of me wants to go to Bali, so I'm just sorting out like these big, massive life changes. So here's a little recap about what has been going on. About a week and a half before Christmas, I want to say, yeah, so like a week and a half, my parents decided that they were going to come to New Zealand and they were going to fly in on Christmas. And (laughs) my parents have never been to New Zealand before. I was so excited. Luke was so excited that they're coming in. They're going to be able to spend Christmas with us. Christmas is, you know, I already missed... Thanksgiving and that's like huge in my family Thanksgiving. Christmas is also a really big holiday for us so I was probably feeling a little sad um, leading up to it and just the fact that I was going to get to see them on Christmas was so exciting. They were also coming for three weeks which just means that I would be very preoccupied because I'm kind of hosting them and I was Luke and I actually made the decision to move out of our apartment and into the main house with his mom. So my parents could have their own privacy and space. So this is on Christmas. We're like moving out of our space, moving back into suitcases, and luckily, we have a room in my mother-in-law's house, which is really nice. And so that all happens. My parents come on Christmas. They freaking rally. They get off the plane. My mom looks like a model just stepping off the plane with her hoop earrings and her hat, like the sun hat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I look so disheveled when I fly from Georgia to New Zealand. It is a long long flight and they were just flying economy so it's not like they were like sleeping in first class and all of that they like They roughed it, (laughs) and she walked off looking amazing. I was like, oh my gosh. And then they got there really early. I was, like, crying in the airport when I saw them. So excited. Rented a cute little car. It was bright yellow, which I, it really grew on me. Bright yellow car. Never thought that would be a bit of me, but it is now. And they just, like, joined right into all the Christmas festivities, like, all day. And so that was amazing. And then after Christmas Day, the very next morning, we drove a few hours to the Coromandel, which is where Luke's mom used to have a beach house. And Luke and I just spent so much time in this beach town. We are obsessed with it, and I really, really wanted to show my parents. So we spent a few days there. The view insane. The beaches beautiful. We just had the best food. We got real fruit ice cream, which I'm obsessed with. Basically, they just like blend up frozen fruit, like mixed berries, any type of fruit really, frozen, and they mix it. I get mine with coconut yogurt. I mean, coconut ice cream, not coconut yogurt. You can do coconut yogurt though, but I love it with coconut ice cream. Oh, it's just so good. On a summer day, we really lucked out with the weather and that was amazing. We came back to Auckland, stayed here for a few days. They were back in my apartment and then we, where did we go after that? We went to Taupo. On the way to Taupo, we stopped through Rotorua. We did all of these activities, mountain biking, loging. I can't even remember everything we did. The weather was not that good on that trip. Sorry for all the noise in the background. I'm like right beside a road. And then after that, we took a ferry to the Waiheke Islands. The place we stayed stunning it was kind of out of the touristy area and more like all really surrounded by woodlands and vineyards it was just magical and we had a little villa there and oh it was just a really nice time basically so my parents were here for three weeks we came back to Auckland after that during those three weeks. At the very end, Luke's grandmother, Nana Wendy, passed away, which was very sad. Um, So, but my parents were here during that, and what's really cool is that they were able to meet her, and um, we all spent Christmas together, and they also were able to go to the funeral. It was the most beautiful funeral, and then my parents left. I was completely distraught, like just a few days before they left, I was having like panic attacks just because I'm very close with my parents. And it's just weird them leaving me here. I can't explain it. It's just like a weird feeling and knowing that this might be a more permanent move. I don't know. I just love them so much. They're truly my best friends. And so it was just, yeah. Anyways, I dropped them off at the airport, had a good cry. We all cried. (laughs) And then that night, this is kind of like just the craziness of life my best friend Bren and her husband flew in at 2 a.m that night so basically my parents got here on Christmas we spent three weeks with them and then the day they left I'm so distraught but then I'm happy again because my best friend comes in at like 2 a.m and then we spend like four days with Bren and her husband and my husband and um, we went to Hobbiton (laughs) which is very random but um Bren's husband really Alex really wanted to go and then we just had some really good food chill time um and then they left and after that I immediately got COVID. I think it was like just so much going on for the past month and you know just not being in a routine not being in my space not even being in my apartment because I also gave my cousin and her husband our apartment as well so just feeling like kind of just unorganized I guess so I think my you know my immune system my nervous system were just a little bit shot more susceptible to catching you know something and I did catch COVID Luke caught COVID Luke's mom caught COVID Luke's aunt caught COVID we were just like a little COVID household sorry I just paused because there was a helicopter going over us and you could just hear it and I was getting distracted but I'm back okay basically got COVID it hit me hard, like very hard. And it's also the first time I've had COVID since like, yeah, I haven't had COVID before. So it hit me hard. It was also just very mentally exhausting because that was the week I was supposed to be getting back into my space, my routine. I wanted to meal prep. I wanted to deep clean my apartment. I wanted to unpack. I wanted to get back in the gym. And most importantly, I really, really needed to start work because I had taken off since Christmas. I think I was just already feeling so behind because I've just been busy since Christmas and I kind of like skipped over the whole, you know, new year goal setting, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was just feeling behind and I'm putting like behind in quotations. And so with COVID on top of it, I just mentally spiraled a bit. I do need to preface this with the fact that I have all these tools that pull me out of this mentality and back into like a very positive, happy state. But it still takes work, you guys. Like, you know, just because I have all the tools and all the knowledge doesn't mean like I don't get hit with hard times or um, like spiral a bit mentally or struggle mentally. It just means that like I don't really sit in it. I can pull myself out of it. So hopefully that makes sense. But I, I just never want anyone to think that I don't mentally struggle or have bad days or bad weeks. And I also know that like nothing that's happening or has happened is really that horrible in the grand scheme of things. But it is kind of a lot all at once. So that's kind of where I was. I also think the pressure of just it being a new year and just wanting to take full advantage of that new year energy made me mentally struggle because I just was not set up. And I'm the type of person who likes to stay in on New Year's Eve. I want to journal. I want to set goals. I want to set intentions. I want to do a burning ceremony, letting go of anything I don't want to take into the new year. And I like to do that on New Year's Eve. But you know what? Like, I'm I'm also learning that it's okay to not have things look exactly the way I think they should look. And I've done all of those things, and it was just a little bit later. But it doesn't need to be this, like, all or nothing mentality. It can actually just happen as it should in its own time. I'm right on time. That's what I keep telling myself. Okay, I feel like I'm off on a tangent. So after COVID, I got back to work. Cue the brain fog. Oh my gosh. The brain fog for like a week after was horrendous for me. I could hardly think. And then imposter syndrome, hello, (laughs) that showed up as well, which like just because everything you do when you have brain fog is so much harder, which I think is what kind of brought on the imposter syndrome, if that makes sense. So I was like working through that. And then on top of all of that, the weather here has been crazy. Okay, like crazy, crazy. And if you don't know what's going on in Auckland, just look up Auckland flooding on TikTok and you'll see what I mean. And that's probably why these helicopters are flying around. I would imagine They're, it's got something to do with the floods. Luckily, Luke, myself, Tanya, like where we are situated, we're situated, we're safe. But for instance, our neighbors, their cars are completely underwater. Our neighbors, it's just insane. Buses are floating down the highways. The shopping malls, gyms, grocery stores are completely filled with water. Um, after the really bad night of flooding, just walking down into our town, there's just like furniture and debris floating down the road because all these stores have filled up with water and their furniture has floated down the road. So it's really horrible. And if anyone here is from New Zealand um, and in Auckland and experiencing this weather and, you know, I'm just sending you so much love and I hope you are safe. And I hope that, you know, the flooding has stayed out of your house because in your car, it's just crazy. But honestly, look it up on TikTok. So (laughs) basically things have just been wild over here and my body and mind are they're like they're feeling it but let's just talk about some positives real quick because i don't want to just dump that on you without some positives so here is a long list of positives off the top of my head okay let's start with my body is freaking amazing it is working hard it is working hard to heal from COVID, from just having so many house guests, all the travel, getting used to a new time zone, living in a new country. My body is adapting, and that is incredible. I'm so grateful for that. Next, I have so many tools now for my mental health that I know they work firsthand. I know. And I know this because of my own personal experience but also my clients. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to go through hard things, but I can move through them with more peace and ease, which is like the whole freaking point for me because life is always going to throw us curveballs, but it's how we like handle them, move through them and stand back up is what that is what matters. Next, I feel so grateful that I have people to miss in my life. So, yes, it's hard saying goodbye to friends and family. Yes, it's horrible saying goodbye to my parents. I don't know when I'm going to see them again. Like, I can feel sad right now thinking about that. But how grateful am I that I have people to miss it that much? That's so amazing. And that I'm with someone who I love so much right now, my husband, that, you know, we get to experience and build a life together. Okay, next, Luke and I got a kitten. We rescued a kitten. She came pre-named and her name was Aurora, which is like a big mouthful. So we just call her Aurora for short. And gosh, she's really freaking adorable she was so like she got to our place she's a kitten okay she got to our place usually when i've had a kitten they're kind of scared and timid and like you know just they've been taken from their home or they've been rescued but have been with another cat so they're a little scared this girl she moved in she was fine she was ready she was born to live here she's living her best life she's super stinky i do not like having a litter box in the house i cannot wait to transition her to like an indoor outdoor cat so she can go outside in love with her i'm actually obsessed with her and i've never been really a cat person but i'm a kitten person and i know my kitten's gonna grow into a cat and then i think i'm gonna be a cat person so i'm ready for it next i had a real go viral and now there are so many new people in my instagram community which is so exciting so hey if you came from there Next, I just finished the second month with my Expand membership, and the women in there are incredible. We have had so many fun workshops, accountability hours, coaching calls, and I just love being in the group chat with them every day. Next is I, you guys, this is crazy, I am in love with lifting weights at the gym. Like, who is she? Who is she? I love it. I am obsessed. I want to go every day, which I am. So I'm grateful for that. Another thing is I just completed the first year since I was literally probably 10 or 11 or 12 years old where I did not diet or label food as good or bad. So let me just say this again for myself. I have just completed the first year since I was 10, 11, 12 that age where I have not dieted or labeled food as good or bad. This is huge for me because food and my relationship with food and my body has consumed my thoughts for so long that I, I'm like, holy crap, this is what it feels like to like not think about that all the time and to just feel healed in that department. It is like a freaking miracle. If you're someone who struggles with that, please get help. It Your life can just open up and be so much better without having that constant stress of like, You know, anyways, I won't go into it, but basically super proud and grateful for that. Next, I just had my four-year wedding anniversary with my husband. Woo! And also, the last thing I'll mention is I'm 28, but I feel like I'm just getting cuter and cuter. Hey! So that's pretty good and something to be grateful for. And yeah. Yeah. That's like my little list of good things. Again, this episode is just as much for me as it is for you. We're finally getting into it. And it is titled part two because if you've been here since I started the pod, I love you by the way, if you have, then you would have heard part one a long, long, long time ago because that was episode number three. Basically, I talked to you about one of the lowest like times, moments of my life where I was just hating my job. I, I just really hated my job. And the easiest way I can explain this, like the mindset I was in and the the place I was in mentally, is that everything on the outside was perfect. Like, although I didn't like my job, it was a really good pay. I was growing in it. You know, it was a great opportunity. Beautiful husband, great friends, like just good family, had an apartment that I liked just everything on the outside was really good right but inside something was so wrong and that is so hard when everything on the outside is so just like quote-unquote perfect looks perfect is really great but inside you feel like crap that is just when I spiraled into what I call my quarter life crisis. So that's kind of what I go into and I won't go too far into it in this episode because there is a whole episode on it. But if you are interested in knowing more, I would suggest pausing now and listening to episode number three, part one. When you're pulling yourself out of a slump, the first step is taking full accountability for where you are right now and to really check in with yourself because you guys, if you keep doing the same things, you're going to get the same things, right? So basically, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Think about that. If nothing changes, you keep doing the same things, then nothing is going to change. You're going to keep getting the same results and the same outcomes you have always gotten. So it's time to make the decision to push through this slump, this place that you're feeling low in, and make some new decisions for yourself. You can change your life anytime you choose. Like, you literally can draw a line in the sand right now and make a different choice and choose to believe that you can do it. But and this is a big but it is a choice that then needs to be backed up with action. If there is no action, there will be no new results. So don't worry about it, because if you're like, okay, I get it. Like there needs to be action. But what the frick? I do, I am gonna tell you the steps, which is really exciting. And it also feels a little weird saying this on my podcast, because I'm still kind of in the middle of it. But mentally, I really have been struggling. And, you know, I, I just feel a little lost right now. I think I feel like I've been numbing myself with busyness. And if I'm just completely honest with scrolling on social media, And this is me taking responsibility for the place I am in right now. And I'm proud of myself because taking accountability is sometimes the hardest part of all of it, like admitting it, you know? And the reason I feel weird saying it on my podcast is because usually I like go through the work or the lesson or the problem and then bring you what i learned from it. Whereas right now I'm kind of still floating through the middle of it. So the epiphany came to me to make this episode part two for a few reasons. One, I know that someone else is feeling similar to me right now. And I want that person to just feel a little less alone. Like honestly, if I can just help one person feel a little less alone right now, then I have won the day. That's how I feel. Two, I'm currently doing a five day reset challenge with my expand girls and expand if you don't know, it's just a membership for my community it's $11 a month you get coaching calls workshops meditations workbooks all the things it's not currently open to the public right now but it is like this membership of close women who have big dreams and are trying to grow um, into the best version of themselves and right now we're doing a five-day reset challenge together and I thought what the heck you know what, I need to open this reset challenge up to everyone because when you commit to the challenge, it actually is life-changing. And when I was in that really dark period of my life a few years ago, I did a reset challenge. I created a whole reset challenge for myself, which is what was the only thing that pulled me out of the slump. I tried everything else, literally everything else. And this was the thing, this reset challenge was the thing that pulled me out. And so I have actually done a public reset challenge before, but I think that was like over a year and a half ago. So many people joined. It was really fun. So many great results. And so I'm like, hey, let's do it again because I need it. And I know if I need it, someone else probably needs it. So if you are in a slump, if you are in a slump, this Next few minutes, I really need you to listen to because this challenge is for you. This is the steps that I'm talking about that are going to take you from feeling like low, down, lost like I am right now, confused, numbed out to taking some freaking control, taking your power back and feeling magnetic as anything. So really listen to this. So this is what's cool about the challenge, though, is not only is it for that person, it's also for the girl who is going through a quarter life or midlife crisis. Like, I really hope to God you're not. And I hope that's not the case, because I know how low that can feel. But this challenge is designed to help you pull yourself out of that as well. But What's really cool is it's also for someone who just wants a bit of a refresh and to cultivate new habits and just to kind of kickstart, you know, February. So like most things, though, you're going to get out of this challenge what you are willing to put into it. So I'm going to say it again. You will get out what you put in. If you show up and you put in the work and you do everything the challenge is like, you know, created to do, you're going to get everything out of it and more. So in a nutshell, the challenge is basically where we prioritize our mind, our body, and our spirit over five days. Anything and everything else that doesn't fuel your mind, body, and spirit is a frick no, okay? So you're committing for five days to prioritizing mind, body, spirit. And within that, what we do is we get rid of habits and things that we do every day that don't serve our mind, body, and spirit. And we replace those things with small little habits that do fill our mind, body, and spirit. And if you want to take this challenge to the next level, and remember, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. If you really want to take it to the next level, you can do a social media detox and a television detox for those five days as well. And I'm going to be doing that because, like I said, I'm in a slump. I am feeling a little bit lost and I'm ready to get out of it and I'm taking full accountability and I'm going all the way. Like I'm not just going to dip my toe in and like try and do a few new habits. No, I'm committing and I'm also going to completely cut social media and television for those days. Why this works. First, habits are what quite literally control and shape our entire lives. They really do. It's that simple. They are shape our lives. So if you have unhealthy habits, you're going to get unhealthy results in your life. If you have healthy habits, good habits, it's going to build you up so much easier, quicker, and it's sustainable. Second, they're bite sized, small steps. Like these habits aren't like going to be crazy. It's going to be small ways that you can win the day for your mind, body and spirit where you're going to see results instantly. Next, there's an accountability aspect. So for five days, you're gonna have me in your back pocket. I'm gonna be your accountability partner. I'm gonna be cheering you on. I'm gonna be there for you. How cool is that? That's something I only offer my private clients. And I am going to be in your back pocket, cheering you on, checking in on you every day. Next is that it doesn't take much time to see results because once you start feeling good, It creates this momentum that just like powers you to keep going. You're taking back your power. You're taking accountability. You're looking at what's no longer working and you're implementing things that are. Now, what's really cool about this challenge is I give you journal prompts to set yourself up to kind of, you know, reflect on what isn't working, what you want to bring in, like maybe where you're getting stuck. And then I also give you a meditation. So if meditating is going to be one of your habits during the days, it's like a super simple short meditation that you can implement easily in your morning, night, afternoon routine. Doesn't matter. And I also am doing it with you. So I am creating new habits for my mind, my body, and my spirit to do it with you because I am also holding myself accountable during these five days. Okay, here is the coolest part in my opinion. To partake in the challenge, it is $20, 20 USD, okay? But I do not keep any of the money. So what I'm doing is I'm putting all of the money in a metaphorical pot. And so everyone who joins the challenge pays 20 bucks. I put it in a metaphorical pot and then I'm going to randomly choose one person at the end. Like I'm going to put everyone's name who participates in the challenge in, like, you know, a Google name selector and I'm going to choose Google is going to choose one name out of like the list, and that person is going to get all of the money at the end of the challenge. And the reason I'm doing this is because I really want this to be for you. I don't want to get anything from this other than you getting a big transformation. But at the same time, I know that when you pay, you pay attention. So if this was a free challenge, you might not take it as seriously. And I know that $20 isn't like this massive investment, but you know what? It is an investment still, and you're putting skin in the game. So by putting $20 in, you're saying that I'm going to invest in myself. That feels fucking good. I'm sorry for my language, but it does. It feels good investing in yourself. So you're saying, I'm taking myself seriously. I'm worth it. I'm investing myself. I'm going to do this challenge, and then guess what? I might, at the end of this get an even bigger reward than, well, I don't know if it's bigger than like your mental health completely feeling so much better, but I'm gonna get an additional reward, which could be like hundreds or thousands of dollars. And yeah, I'm really excited about this. I did this the other time I ran the challenge and I just think it's a cool way to give back and also just, you know, reward people for investing in themselves. So if you do want to join the challenge, then I will put everything you need to know in the show notes. Just click on the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at kskydonner. But you guys, if you're in the slump, if you're feeling similar to me, please come and do something amazing for yourself. You are so worthy of it. You are so deserving of it. And if you are in a slump, but you're not quite ready to commit to the challenge, then I really, really want to encourage you to pick one thing for your mind, one thing for your body, and one thing for your spirit to do every single day this week that is just going to, like, pour into your cup. So an example of something for your mind would be saying positive affirmations in the mirror at night. So that is something that really, like, makes your mind just feel wonderful like look in the mirror say I am beautiful I am strong I am capable I am worthy that just makes my mind feel so good do something for your body every day stretch get out in the sunshine go for a walk and then lastly do something for your spirit for me it usually looks like a meditation a breathwork session or calling someone I love so if you are in that slump and you don't want to commit to the challenge just remember to pick one thing for your mind one thing for your body and one thing for your spirit to do every single day this week and track it write it down and journal about how it makes you feel because sometimes we don't know like how these little things make such a big impact unless we write it down and really reflect i am so excited to be just like back in your ears back on the podcast and just really getting into the swing of things in 2023 I already feel so much better just like taking accountability and joining this freaking challenge. So I hope to see you in there. I'm sending you so much love. If you have any questions, just reach out to me on Instagram. I just finished editing this episode and I realized I didn't even tell you guys how you can sign up if you do want to join the challenge. So basically, I haven't picked a date yet. I imagine it will be around a week from now, but just go to the show notes or you can go to my Instagram at caseguidehonor and it'll be in my link tree um, in my profile. But basically, just sign up for the waitlist. It's just going to add your email into my little waitlist portal area that way I can send you an email once it is open for sign up and that way you can secure your spot but anyways love you angels bye